Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's Daily Podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. The session will start in one minute. Hi, this is Rahul Reddy. Today is uh, October 14th. The time is about 11.30. I'm ready. We will be conducting Zoom conference calls from past uh, 10 years. If you have any questions, please show your face and let Gayatri know that you're a newcomer. Uh, She will promote you if you're a newcomer. You have never asked the question. Let her know in the chat that you're a newcomer and you have never asked the question. SK? Hi Rahul, uh, I have a quick question. So I'm all set to file my 485 this month uh, mm-hmm. in EB3 and I-140 is approved. So, but I just checked like for November, uh, it's uh, it's retrogressed, right? Uh, so, uh, so since there are only two weeks left, my attorney is a bit slow. So I'm, I'm how, do I still have time by, by the time he sends the documents and the USCIS receives it? It's not in any jeopardy, right? Well, we, if you want us, we can file your case in one week. That's up to you. But I can't tell how long your lawyer is going to take. Yeah, I mean, once he sends the document and USS receives it, they they just uh, uh, you know take it as receipt the same day or once, take some once, days. Yeah, no. Even if they open the package after one month, it's on the day that you have received the application. That will count. So if your application is received on 29th of October and they open it on November 14th, it will be 29th that will count, not 14th of November. So they generate the receipt the same day some for some reason? No, they don't generate on the same day. Okay. But so, you I will mean, be considered to have properly filed for it. Okay. So they have a way of like, you know, they received a date or something that they'll check or something. So I, yes. I wasn't sure. Okay. They will mark it saying that we received it on that day. Okay, got it. So you'll be in good shape if the application is received by 30th though, okay? Okay. Next person, please. Shruti? Yeah, hello. Uh, Actually, my husband called on Monday to give the status about my case, so I can repeat. Uh, My attorney has filed my H-1B and by filing my H-1B application, she has made a mistake with the filing fee. And that's where uh, like the case got rejected, but she was not aware until uh, September when we inquired about my case and finally came to know that the uh, my application, H-1B application is rejected. So in this case, uh, since uh, USCIS has never received the fee, so technically they did not send any denial notice to us and we were not sure until we contacted them. So in this case, can we file motion to reopen to, uh, to look into my case or is there any litigation which we can file? 
for H1B? You can check with Stephen Brown. You can make a consultation on it, but I don't, based on the criminal reading, it's our mistake. Remember, we go to litigation if there is a fault, what they have done. Yeah, it's not their fault. It's the complete yeah, fault. Yeah, nothing can be done to mine. But if you want, you can consult Stephen Brown to rule out the auction. Next person, please. Okay, thank you. Chaitanya? Yeah, hi, Rahul. Uh, actually, I recently delivered a Rahul and I want to utilize this uh, FMLA and a temporary disability. I am with the H1B, so I am having a doubt like uh, having a H1B, can we utilize those services like not doing a work like a three to four months? That's fine. Illegal? That's per perfectly fine. Okay, actually, from my employer, no one utilized it. So my employer is saying uh, maybe we cannot use it under contact with the state legal team. So do I need to contact anything like that? Or You're fine, ma'am. You, you can utilize it, ma'am. Okay. And one more thing, Rahul. Actually, uh, I work in the uh, Philadelphia location, but my payslip run in the New Jersey, like it's like a, a, around 10 miles only. So do I need to contact NJFMLA or Philadelphia FMLA, Rahul? Uh, that part, I have no clue about it now. Okay. Yeah, but I can use these services like around five months also. That's, That's legal fine. without importing my HPV, yeah. right? Rahul? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you Next so much. Next person, Rahul. please. Sujit. Hi, Rahul. Uh, this is Sujit. I have one question related to the November visa bulletin because last year in October, I downgraded my uh, GC from EB2 to EB3. And mm -hmm. uh, today, when I see that uh, November date was changed, and I done my uh, fingerprint, biometrics, and everything, waiting for the EAD. So my question is, will that uh, this November visa bulletin affect my GC or not, or what will happen uh, to my GC processing? If your priority date goes back, if you don't get the green card by November, you will be locked in. You will be in the 485 application. They will still process your EAD and advance parole, but you will not get the green card starting from November. That it's maybe delay, right? Maybe a hold or something. Yeah, it will be on hold. Yeah. Anything else? Next person, please. It will be on hold, but your year in advance parole will be processed. Uh, year in advance parole will be processed, and it will be keep continuing processing. Thank you. Next person, please. Rangnath. Hello, Rahul Karu. This is Ranganath. Um, yeah. My wife completed um, 485 interview on September 1st. Um, her mm -hmm. um, priority date is 2013 September. Mm -hmm. Now, but still uh, waiting for the results. So they did not approve the 485 or did not get the green card. But now mm -hmm. the priority dates went back with November bulletin red focus, right? Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. what will happen after the interview even though interview is completed yeah if even though interview <laughs> is completed though yeah if the green yeah. card doesn't come through there is a chance they will not approve it after, after number first my son and my wife both attended but still waiting for the result so they consider that uh, I don't know well, can you suggest what will happen after October after October, they will not give you the green card. They're not supposed to give you the green card. Even though the interview is completed. Even the interview is completed. That is right. Okay. Okay. Right. Thank you. 
Next person, please. Swati. Hey Rahul, uh, this is Swati. So I have mm -hmm. an H four visa, Rahul, but I'm currently in India, and I'm currently expecting. So my employer is giving me maternity leave. My question is that uh, can I travel on the Indian maternity leave to US on the H four visa? I mean, is it valid? Uh, repeat again, ma'am. Sure. So, so you are on maternity leave on H four. I am on H four, but I am currently on in India. So okay. when I came back to India, I joined my job back, and I am expecting. So my employer, my Indian employer, is giving me maternity leave. So what I wanted to know is, can I travel on that maternity leave to US on the H four visa? So you are on H four, and you are working in India. So they are giving you maternity leave. So that means that they are paying you the salary. And you're traveling into United States. Correct. That so is the question is: the question what you have is that can you accept the payment when you are in USA? I would recommend Correct. you do not. Okay. Okay. Also, Rahul, I had filed an EAD prior coming to India. So if my EAD comes through, uh, then is it possible? Um, sorry, ma'am. Your EAD has been applied. Okay. Yes, it has been applied, but it is not yet come. Okay, what's your question now? So, if my EAD gets approved and comes through, then is it is it valid? Yeah, that's perfectly valid. Okay, okay. Thank you, Rahul. Yeah. Ravi. Hi, hi, Rahul. So the thing is, uh, we have uh, we have downgraded our application uh, last year. My priority date date is February twenty twenty ten. Twelve, sorry. So and we we have got GCAD. Both of us, my husband started already using GCAD. Uh, so my question is, can I file new separate four eighty five under EB two category because? The earlier one was EB three. I downgraded. So can I file it a uh, new four eighty five? And can I have both uh, EB uh, EB two and EB three four eighty five active? And what you will happen? You can. My my only problem is your husband used the EAD, so he cannot be dependent on you. But then, in that case, can he be under EB three four eighty five? And um, I am primary, and I can yeah. come to EB two. You can you can do so, ma'am. You so can do what, so. What will so so in that case? Uh, I mean, uh, can I have two four eighty five pending both at the same time? You can. Time? You you can have two four eighty five pending, and the USCIS may force you to withdraw one of the four eighty five application to give you the green card with the other one. So in that case, my husband cannot come with me in EB two. I mean, he is derivative. No, because, because he married to the four eighty five application by using the EAD. So he has to uh, he has to be in EB three uh, until the other his, option uh, is that he can go outside the country, get the H one or H four stamping, and come back. It can be part of you with EB two. Yes. So so the he has so to go the earlier the country, get the H one B or H four, come back and join you. Both of you can can have two four eight fives. The USCIS will force you to withdraw one of the four eight five application. But the, the automatic, I mean, I mean, automatically, my EB three one will not get withdrawn, right? They will send. No, it will later. not. No, it will not be withdrawn automatically. Okay, thank you. Next person, please. Ritesh. 
Uh, hi, Rahul. Uh, so my priority date is January 2021. And my I-140 got approved uh, last month. Uh, sorry, last week. So my uh, uh, employer will be filing H1 and H4. So I just wanted to check with you, like, should we file H1 and H4? And later on, H4 EAD or H1, H4 and H4 EAD simultaneously? H1 and H4 and H4 EAD simultaneously. Okay, and uh, suppose if we file, uh, what are the advantage uh, uh, if we are filing all the three simultaneously? Because most probably H4 and EAD will be approved at the same time. If you file H4 and EAD separately though, then they will be adjudicated at a different time and EAD will take a longer time to get the adjudication done. Okay, got it. Uh, one more question regarding the same. So uh, uh, what is the filing fees for H4 EAD? I don't remember on top on my head right now. And uh, is it okay if uh, I gave the piece uh, to my employer for H4 EAD filing? Yeah, you're perfectly legal to do so. And if your company is not willing to file H4 plus EAD together, tell them only to file H1B. You file the H4 plus EAD separately. That will be in your best interest. Okay, okay. Uh, that's all from my side. Thank you, thank you very next much. Person, next person, please. Kavir? Yes, uh, thank you, sir. Uh, um, just a quick background. Uh, my priority date is in December 2011. I downgraded to EB3 last year on 29th mm -hmm. October. My 140 mm -hmm. approved uh, after two premium processing trials in September 2021, like a few months ago, few weeks ago. I haven't received mm -hmm. any EAD AP yet, by, but my biometrics are complete and it's waiting game for me now. But uh, I also submitted uh, like a, what do you call late registered date of birth certificate. Uh, which means uh, like one year after my date of birth. Uh, uh, so do we need affidavits? You can get affidavits. You can get the alternative documents, but don't submit them unless there is an alternative. No, no. Okay? Yeah, yeah. But I just want to be ready uh, so that yeah. it's, it's in handy. And one yeah. last question well, is... Gayatri will give you the drafts of those affidavits and the other alternative documents. She's going to give a, a link to you where you can get all those things. Okay. And uh, if I have, if I get EAD, AP... Uh, can I work while my EAD AP is, is under renewal? If you get, yes, you have a six months period to work when you are applying for renewal. First thing is that EAD and AP will be given for two years, not one year. Okay. And if, and if you file the extension, okay. while the extension is pending, you can work for six months. It's only for 485 EADs, not for H4 EAD extensions. Yes. Okay. Even after 485 EADs expired, I can work for six more months. Yes. Yes. Okay. okay. Sure. Thank you, sir. Uday? Hi. Uh, hi, Rahul. Thanks for taking the call. Uh, my case is uh, I have a priority date of October 2010. I, I filed my green card last year. Uh, I haven't received green card yet, but I received my AD. Uh, uh, and my green card is filed by my previous employer, not my current employer. Uh, I worked for the previous employer for almost 11 years before moving out. Uh, so my question is now, if I get another offer, uh, is it is it wise to take that offer and move on EAD or or just wait for, for my green card to be done? You can move to a different company, even though you don't have any EAD, yeah, you can move to a different company by filing a 485J supplement and H1B, you can. I do I'm have any. I do have a EAD, oh, so sorry. I got my you EAD. Have, oh, sorry, sorry, you have an EAD. Yeah, so you can I'm just to a different company. Okay, so my like you know my current employer doesn't want to do a do a 485J 
on my, my previous company's application because he says that the start date of my current company is before the receive date of the green card. So it uh, the visa officer or the officer met question or like, you know, okay. That's fine. That's not a problem at all. I don't know why they are telling it's a problem. You never said in the 485 application, you're working for the company that filed the 485. You clearly said it that in the 485 application, you're working for the current company. You listed in the 485, your employment history. Correct. So there's nothing wrong. I don't know why they're creating a problem for it. Okay. Because my current employer doesn't want to do a 485J. So which is why I'm looking, if I change my company, I can file my 485J with the next one. But, (laughs) But it's like, yeah. Yeah, you. I would do that too. If it changed to a different company, because if this company is not willing to do it, I'm going to go to a different company to do it. Okay, and but then it's okay to use EAD instead of getting H1. Then there is no if, risk. Your I140 is approved, is it right? It's approved in 2010. Uh, I I would if I. <laughs> okay. Next person, please. Sure. Thank you. Hi. So my priority date is uh, December 2014 on EB2. I downgraded mm-hmm. last year on EB2, EB2 to EB3. We filed 485. Uh, I think uh, there are three times rejected. First time rejected because of uh, they did not properly file when they downgraded. Second reason is when they you know they delayed again. You know the we, third reason is uh, the dates are not there. The three reasons are all. So my question is. Can I come, you know, open the case with you, you know, so that we can reopen? Is it possible? Um, you can check with Stephen Brown on this one, though. He's the one who will be looking into court because it has to go to the court system, and you can check with him if he was if he is willing to take it. But if it's something our fault, though, it becomes very tough to go to court. Not our fault because that you know the dates, right? Only it was there only for two months. The, so within the two months, they did not give the rejection. You know, they took three more months. Yeah, to... but they would say that we filed it wrongly, though. It's not their duty to give it within two months. Okay. So, so but check with try... Stephen Brown, though, because because right now we are in a desperate situation because you don't know whether it's going to take twenty years or thirty years to get your date current. So check with Stephen Brown if he's willing to take it. Sure. Which Sounds he good. normally rejects a lot of cases, though. He doesn't okay. take it because if he doesn't feel comfortable, he doesn't. Okay, sure. I will. I need and to take the appointment. appointment. Yeah, appointment link will be provided to you by that. Next sure, person, sure. please. Sure, thank you. Manikandan. Uh, hello, Rahul. This is Manikandan. So, this is regarding the uh, travel with uh, GCEAD. So I have a EAD validity till January 31st because for me, they have given uh, one year only. So if I travel and come back with the AP, uh, so what I-94 date they will give with the, the only validity of uh, AP date or like, no? Uh, you can ignore, the, you can ignore, they will give, they can give until January. They can give until next year. Uh, it doesn't matter. You can ignore that, whatever date they give so one more question. So since this is only three months, uh, end of this valid period. So uh, I thought of uh, renewing my EAD. So while renewing my EAD plus AP, so I can be able to go out of country or? Uh, while renewing your EAD, you definitely can go out of the country. Not a problem. Including AP, you mean, right? So. Well, I didn't say that. Wait. For the AP though, they do reject 
they may reject your AP if you travel while the AP extension is pending. So I may request you to refile the I-131 once you come back into the country. But as far as your EAD is concerned, you have no problem. You can go and come back. All right. So that's what I want. So, but actually I have my H1 is also valid for another two and a half years. So if I go to India, maybe I'll go for a stamping also. If, sorry, go ahead. Um, I'm not sure if I do it, but that's up to you if you want to go for stamp. All right. So thank you very much. So that's, uh, that's what I want. Thank you very much. Next person, please. Rama. Uh, hi, good morning, uh, Rahul. Uh, my name is Rama. So uh, I have a uh, uh, EB3 um, uh, 140 approved with 2010 priority date. And I moved to new company in 2015. And uh, in 2016, uh, they revoked my 140 by requesting USCS. In 2017, my new employer filed a new 140 and uh, they did not vote the date, even though uh, my attorney requested to port the date. Uh, he sent another like letter to uh, port the date. Still, it is not happened. So last year, when we are eligible to apply for 485, he wrote a letter, uh, and then uh, USCS accepted my case, and they are showing 2010 priority date uh, on the receipt. I got EAD and AP also, but now my 485 application is not moving any further. So I have uh, a feeling that maybe uh, they are not considering my. Uh, old priority date is that true or not i just want to know about that there are there are a lot of problems in your file though when you look into the regulations um, the regulations clearly specify stipulate that if the i140 was been withdrawn before january 17th of 2017 you may not be eligible you are not eligible for putting the date okay so my 140 is withdrawn in 2016, but uh, USCS exact... accepted my case and I got the Just because on. USCS accepted it, I would not rely on that 485. I would continue maintaining the H1B. The other thing what you could do is, uh, it's definitely a problematic thing, whether you should rely. Remember, the rule says that January 7th, one thing, it must not have been withdrawn before 180 days after it's been approved, which you met. Yes. Also, second rule that it must not have been withdrawn before January 17th of 2017, which you did not meet. So just because you got the prior to date of 2010 on your on your I-485, I would not count on it yet. Now, the speculation that, oh, my nothing is happening on my application, that's not a big deal. I mean, that... A lot of people who have filed, they yeah, haven't actually, got the green card yet. Uh, the problem is I got the Freedom of Information Act uh, in the office only uses uh, office use only section. They have written 2017 date. Which so is, that is what my concern 2017 is. What is 2017? Where is 2017? 2017 is my new 140 priority. Date. Ah, okay. Yeah, uh, I would definitely consult a lawyer privately though. Uh, because there are a lot of strategic plans that you need to do. I would not want you to rely on 485 on you. Okay. Okay. Because remember the rule I told you. Next person, please. Thank you. Anurag. Uh, hi, Rao. So my priority date is EB3, uh, July uh, 2013. So somehow I missed the boat. My uh, uh, I-140 amendment approved, but I have not received anything. I'm planning to do interfile because I already did the medical. 
so wanted to check with you so which address should i use uh, it's a street address or po wait, wait. box address wait wait, wait. you you filed a 485 right yes yeah last year yeah. so you're trying to do the interfile of the medicals is right yes yes okay we'll provide you the link which has all the guidance for you yeah one thing which address should i use i i can see Every, address, everything address. is there in the link everything is there in the link okay thank you gayatri provide a link next person please talappa ralappa sorry ah hello rahul uh thanks sure. for checking like uh, actually like uh, if i receive i mean i filed for uh, for adjustment of status and uh, it's been a month so i'm waiting so in case if i receive ead and advance parole if my wife can use that and i can still be on h1 or like if she uses uh, ead then automatically I, I, first so, thing is that i don't know why people live live h1bs i just can't understand it i just can't understand it but let me ask you one question would you really willing to get the green card without your wife no i want both of us to <laughs> well then when when she goes in the water she is dying you might as well die with her um <laughs> but actually she's in a better shape you're dying and it's i have a doubt that you will actually you're going to die and you're going to drag no, her no, the reason why i asked is like uh, before uh, 140 approved if she gets the ead if she can use it and i can wait till 140 yeah. approved you can you can that's fine you can you yeah, can absolutely not only uh, issue i'm mean, after 140 sure. approved i'm going to use it anyway oh okay so, sounds yeah. good yeah that's what i want to ask you sure, she can she can okay I, and are you working for the you. same are you working for the same company that filed for the i140 yes okay Yeah, she can she should and uh, in case if there is any issue then i can still be on h1 and uh, go for another one later right yeah and then she can go for stamping for h4 and come okay. back okay okay sure yeah thank you that's all i have prasad hi rahul uh, my priority date is october 2012 i downgraded to eb3 my i140 is not yet approved and i have tried premium processing three times i tried expedite request now my daughter she is uh, already 21 uh, so she, she has about two months buffer for her to get protected under cspa so my question is what can i do right now to get the i140 moving so that it gets approved in october and she gets protected i don't have any other method other than what you're using okay so you would suggest uh, doing another expedite request another i would consider suing the uscis and filing a court case on it uh, but then i am not the petitioner so i can't sue it has to be my company no you can you check with steven brown on this one though okay okay yeah check with steven this is really horrible yeah because and i have been trying for the last 3 4 months to get it uh, approved uh it's worth at least it's worth filing a case and then decide later on before the before the november first okay okay i'll check okay thank you yeah uday uh thanks rahul uh request question firstly want to thank uh, all your uh, hard work uh, i actually got my 485 approved uh, yesterday uh so much good yeah my priority date is uh, march 2012 uh, 
And I know the dates have retrogressed. I'm an EV2 to EV3 downgrade uh, petition. Also. How does it matter for you? Uh, I was just curious if it had any impact on uh, actually getting the physical green card or it's... No, it's sir. You have no impact, none whatsoever at all. Absolutely none. You can flip a burger, be, be a Microsoft <laughs> CEO, or you can be a lawyer like me or do nothing. You're out. Don't come to the conference call. You're good. No, I'm just kidding. Right, you, so you can come. You, you have thank nothing. You. you got the green card approved. Physical card may come. In two months, two weeks, three weeks, it doesn't matter for you. You're out. Thank you so much. Thank you. I'll take the Anil. last caller, guys. Anil? Hey, Rahul. Uh, thank you so much for taking my call. Um, so my case is, uh, my priority date is May 2013, uh, and it is EB3. And I have approved for my 485 in October 2020, and uh, APEAD in January 2021. And then uh, I did not receive any EAD or AP, but I did my uh, uh, biometrics in March. Uh, so I recently, uh, you know, with your suggestion in some of the calls, I recently did my 140, uh, you know, premium processing and it got it approved. Okay, so mm -hmm. I have a 17 year old son. So my question now is because I got my 140 approved when my date was current. Um, so he should be safe, right? Uh, his yeah, age should fine. be locked in. He's fine. He's fine. Okay. So let me okay. let me let me make sure one thing. As of today, the priority date is current. Yes. Final action date current. Yes. As of today, the I-140 is approved. Absolutely. As of today, your son is 21, under 21. Yes. You have nothing to worry. Even okay. if you take 20 years for you to get the green card, your son will get it. The only problem is he cannot get married. Yeah. And one one last question is that you know my wife has a H1, you know, on her own. So if I, uh, let's say I get an EAD in a month or two. So if I want to switch to EAD, can she just retain her H1 and, and maintain her H1? Uh, or will, will there be any problem? She can. Because I'm the primary and I'm getting the EAD. If I use the primary person uses the EAD and my son uses the EAD, but my wife can still retain her H1 she and can, maintain she her can H1. Retain the, she can retain the H1. Awesome. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Thank you, guys. I will try to see if I can make a video and release it today, guys, for the uh, prior to date current. You know, these are all these questions that I got it today. Um, mm -hmm. I'll try to see um, if I can try to, you know, codify it and put a video out today. Okay. Thank you, guys. Yeah. Thank you so much, sir. Bye. Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.